Oh, well, hello and uh, welcome again uh, to what I'm reading this week with me, Tim Goodall, as I share with you a few things that I have been reading across this week. Uh, so what's been going on? Well, I have been reading a uh, book called Shrink by Tim Suttle. And Tim Suttle is an American pastor. Uh, he's been involved in the past with the megachurch movement, uh, including actually forming his own house band that went on a tour uh, around America in the uh, 2000s. And he's uh, criticising, actually, he's critiquing and criticising here the megachurch movement for really for being too dependent upon American capitalist Western um, theories and models. Uh, the idea of bigger, higher, faster, stronger being the way to build church. Uh, combined with this, I've been I've read a, a really fascinating and well worth uh, reading article by Louise Perry on First Things. First Things is an American uh, journal, a magazine, and uh, their online version offers you a few free um, reads uh, per month. And one of those for me this week was uh, this article called "We Are Repaganizing." By Louise Perry. What she looks at is the fact that uh, Western liberal capitalist cultures are uh, dismissing or distancing themselves from Christian morality and Christian practice. And the problem with that is that it cuts off the branch that uh, liberal Western democracies are based upon, are built upon. The whole idea of rights comes from uh, Christian theology and uh, you trace that back to the gospels and to jesus as well here are some really fascinating quotes she says this when we accept the christian emphasis on weakness as a crucial prior many other more uh, moral concerns and conclusions follow slavery becomes unacceptable and as does the rape of low status women to point out the vulnerability of women children the poor the enslaved and the disabled is to, disabled is to argue in favor of their protection, not their persecution. She goes on to say and just describes this uh, change that Christian Christianity that Jesus brought into the world. She describes this um, against other cultures, and she says this: most cultures, perfectly logically, glorify warriors and kings, not those at the bottom of the heap. But Christianity takes a perverse attitude towards status and puts that perversity at the centre of theology. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong is a baffling and alarming claim to anyone from a society untouched by the strangeness of the Jesus movement. And I found this uh, article really excellent and fascinating. Louise Perry is not a Christian, she doesn't believe, uh, but she is seeing from a feminist point of view that uh, the more liberal cultures, liberal Western cultures, move away from a Christian belief and therefore moral understanding of the world, then the worst things will get for minority groups and vulnerable groups, historically and traditionally vulnerable groups. She names them, doesn't she? Women, children, the poor, disabled, the enslaved. But what she notices is that... uh, all these rights or the way in which we now long to protect these minorities uh, can only ever happen on a morality that is based upon the truth of Jesus Christ. And whilst she doesn't believe, she is seeing the danger and the problem with 
cutting off that branch of uh, of Christianity and Christianity that she that uh, the liberal movements want to do. So the fascinating thing is that uh, I found is that this article by Louise Perry and uh, this book that I'm reading, Shrink, by Tim Suttle, actually combine in some ways. They both recognise, so Tim Suttle's critique of the megachurch movement uh, actually then turns into a way forward for the church in Western liberal democracies is to a is a call back to an ecclesiology that's a how how and why we do church that is based upon this 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 27 idea god chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong that's uh, where louise perry gets that quote from that's really what tim subtle is, is saying he says actually we need to shrink down our churches to understand really what their purpose is and why they should be uh, and what they should look like his critique is that um the mega church movement and in a way actually buying in models of church are actually a rejection of god's way of weakness and really we need to turn back to a an ecclesiology that takes root in scripture that finds the roots in scripture and jesus and the way of jesus in this world the way god acts through weakness not through worldly power in order to recognize that church is a local expression of the people of god for the sake of the world and not for our own sake as opposed to this seeker sensitive or this mega church type movement where everything is slick and polished so those are the two things uh, that I've been mainly reading this week and both absolutely fascinating. I recommend them both. Not finished Tim Subtle yet, uh, but uh, we'll be doing so over the next few days. Two other things I've been reading this week. One of them is Bono's uh, Bono, the front man of U2, his autobiography uh, called Surrender. And he uh, takes us through his life in 40 songs, 40 songs, one story, one heart, I think. And uh, it, I'm absolutely fascinating. You can tell he is um, he is a he carries a tune in his head all the way through the way the book reads uh, is um, sing songy in some ways quite poetic uh, he's a fascinating man uh, with a fascinating story uh, and, and at the same time comes across very ordinary and very um, uh, very uh, humble in some ways as well so that's a really interesting one and recommend that to you. I've also be started the uh, first um, Harry Potter, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Uh, read them some years ago, not as a child, but actually as an adult, on my wife's recommend, strong recommendation. And my wife is now reading these uh, these stories, the Harry Potter stories, to my children. Uh, they're uh, they're at various stages, book three and four, I think we're on. They're on now. Um, and I thought I'd better keep up with the family. So I'm back in book one and really, you know, recognising again what a great storyteller J.K. Rowling is. Uh, so that has been my week in reading uh, all sorts of things from mega churches to paganism to uh, Harry Potter and a bit of you 2 in there as well. Thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you next week as we think about, as I share with you, more of what I have been reading.